Hello once again, everybody. Thanks for listening to AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Before we get into this week's episode, as always, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors that help us bring the show to you for free each and every week. Firstly, thanks to Angelo's Pizza. They're feeding us here as they always do while we record. And they, of course, bring pizza to you at our live events at Mount Carmel. If you want to try more of their pizza or anything else on their menu, it's all delicious. Head to Angelo's on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, Ohio. And thanks to Smart Mark Video, they record all of our live events. And if you want to relive any of those or watch them for the first time, you can purchase that on DVD or digital download from smartmarkvideo.com. And additionally, head to powerbomb.tv, sign up using the code ABSOLUTE, and you will get a 20-day trial for free. And then stick around and just keep watching the shows that we put out there from the AIW archives. And as always, thanks to Jack Prince, who helps take care of all of our printing and graphic design needs. They can do all of that and more for you, whether it be banners, t-shirts, business cards, flyers, everything and anything. For all that they have to offer, head to jackprince.com. J-A-K, prince.com. Ah, yes, that's right. That voice you heard right there, none other than the bone collector, Dominic Garini. He will be... Uh, on this episode, along with Alex Worldwide, Keller back again. Hello, everybody. I figured uh, you wanted to say hi. Uh, also, of course, as always, joined by AIW owner John Thorne. I don't, I don't get too much to contribute to this episode. Yeah, my name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts. And the reason John has not as much to contribute to this episode, because this is the recap, the recap of Ain't Nothing But a Gangsta Party, our 420 show in which John spent the entire week in the hospital. So this was all hands on deck. Truly a team effort. Uh, if Not that the other shows aren't, but this certainly was one. Uh, our show with the Godfather slash Papa Shango meet and greet, which I guess, well, we'll get there. We'll get to the Papa Shango stuff later. But uh, it, it got a lot of attention making its rounds on the internet. Uh, as it were, but, uh, as we've recapped previously, if you listened to the episode where we talked about John's health, that was uh, pretty much his week going into this. Um, you know, not uh, not much going on for you besides sitting <laughs> in that hospital bed all week and a lot of visitors. There's plenty going on. It just wasn't anything good. <laughs> a lot, a lot of visitors. I still can't believe that food. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> it was awful, but. Uh, yeah, this uh, this <laughs> this really bummed me out because this is the first AIW show I've ever missed in my entire life. I was trying to go a hundred percent, but I guess that didn't work out. And I guess it was you know we talked about it on that that episode, but uh, it was probably what Dom like Sunday or Monday when we kind of band together and we're like, look, let's just let's um, do this as though Thorne's not going to be there. We're going to hope that he's there, but we got to start. Making sure we've got everything. Sunday covered. night, I, I text messaged Pedro and I said, I don't want it to be this way, but let's anticipate that John's not going to be released by Friday. And then Monday morning, I messaged you and Matt Wadsworth and I pretty much said the same thing. Yeah. And we, I mean, which I thought I was going to get released, but, you know, as I dis- discussed, that, that did not happen. That did not happen. Yeah. And as the, as the week rolled on, you know, um, there were, you know, certain small tasks. Like to be honest with you, there wasn't much to do. Like John had had most of the show set up, but there were small little tasks that needed to be done. Mainly stuff like getting eight by tens ordered, which 
I had my. <laughs> that was the big thing because I usually order them like two or two weeks out, and uh, <laughs> I was in the hospital and I could not, I couldn't get, I couldn't get that stuff ordered, and I was like, "Fuck!" Like, uh, now it's getting down to the wire, and we don't have anything. But you know, you can get them at like fucking any printing place. But I, yeah, <laughs> I use a really cheap place online. Yeah, I went with I have my local Office Max does them, and they do a pretty good job, and. The guy who actually does him is like a big wrestling fan. He always like leaves me like a wrestling promo quoted when like I come to pick up my hit by tens. He left weird. me the Scott Steiner sacrifice promo this time. Um, so he was like, he, I think that guy just gets real jacked up to do our stuff. <laughs> that's, weird. that's strange. But cool. uh, yeah, that's uh, I guess uh, you know going back to the beginning. Um, uh, I Godfather, like I wasn't sure how it was uh, he would do, <coughs> but uh, I talked to this one promoter in West Virginia and he said. Godfather was like his best meet and greet that he ever had, ever. So I was like, so that kind of intrigued me. Uh, I was really more intrigued because I, I just wanted to get a picture with with Papa Shango, you know, in my life. But uh, <coughs> so I, I talked to him and, uh, you know, I thought, you know, uh, the show just happened to fall on 420. So I thought like, you know, what uh, what more of a perfect person to, yeah. to to get on that to get on that date? You know, unless just an RVD just wasn't in the budget, so. So and, uh, people definitely uh, enjoyed that aspect of it. The funny thing is, when he first took that booking from you, it didn't. Uh, these are from from him himself. These words uh, didn't realize necessarily that it was on four twenty because you booked him a few months in advance. Yeah, and he just nonchalantly, yeah, okay, sounds great, man. I'll take the booking. Puts it in his calendar, and then he tells me all week long. His phone is blowing up with people that want to fly him to different places and everything just because it's 420, just to appear at like hookah shops and all sorts of places to smoke and bars in Vegas. He, he passed up going to someplace in Vegas that was having a 420 show and he would have been there <laughs> hanging out. They want him to make an appearance while Dr. Dre, uh, Bone Thugs in Harmony, and somebody else, it might have been Warren G or somebody, but they were all doing a show, and they wanted the Godfather there to be coming out on stage with them. Well, we we lucked out because <laughs> yeah. I think he made the right choice because he lives in, <laughs> he lives in Vegas. That probably would have been a short drive for him. Yeah, so it, he was. Uh, you know, listen, I will say this: my favorite person that I think I've ever picked up from the airport, uh, as far as guests goes. I know. Eddie and Swag, I want to get mad with that, but <laughs> I will say this: like he uh, he messaged me like two weeks before the show, and I had, I was already in the hospital, and he like wanted to talk. He wanted to talk on the phone, and uh, <clears throat> I was like, you know, brother, I'm in, I, I'm in with uh, pneumonia. I I got to have somebody else call you, and he was like, oh my god, get better, man, you know, and like he would over the two week period, like leading up, he would like send me texts like asking how I was progressing and yeah. how I was doing, so like. I thought that was pretty, you know, that was pretty considerate and nice because, uh, you know, she didn't know who I was. You know, I was just right. some random promoter. Uh, it was fun because he landed at 930 with Tom Lawler. And uh, I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with these guys? I called about getting them an early check-in. They said, uh, nothing earlier than noon we wouldn't have ready. Okay, no problem. It's 930 in the morning. You know, I've got Kama, the supreme fighting machine, and Tom Lawler, the ultimate fighting machine. I'm like, well, let's go to breakfast. You guys hungry? And Tom Lawler, by request, wants to go to Panera Bread for breakfast. <laughs> that's always that's always Tom's that's his spot. spot, man. 
So it's just hilarious. We're sitting there and there's families, wives and kids and just people doing some business on their computers there. And here's Godfather just dropping backstage stories left and right of the early and mid 90s. And I'm like, eh, it's probably stories that people don't want to hear. <laughs> I heard he wanted to see the flats. He the wanted flats. to see the flats. We talked about that. He's like, oh, I love Cleveland, man. Cleveland, we used to go to the flats all the time. Flats was great. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, dude, we can go to the flats. It's different now. So we did. Yeah, because like people that don't know about Cleveland and the flats, like the flats is this area right on the water Yeah, that in like the 80s and 90s was like total fucking just debauchery it, it honestly basically was bourbon street <clears throat> it was yeah it was kind of like bourbon street for cleveland and uh they just the city just shut it down because it got like overtaken by like you know like the bars running cocaine and stuff like oh, that yeah. but it was like it was, was too many people drowned too yeah some people drowned because it was right on the water and oh, like all up ones all, all the bars were like right all the bars were right on the water so some people would like fall over the patios and died and stuff so like the city came in and like i want to say like around 2000 maybe and they just like shut they like seized every piece of property and shut everything down down there yeah so like it was like the funnest place and like people that came here in the 90s they're always like let's go to the flats let's go to the flats well they the flats are back but it's like like a really classy like bar area now like no from what from what (laughs) i mean i went to the flats like one time i snuck into a bar when i was like 16 or 17 and it was like 99 cent in beers yeah this is uh, not the same yeah, yeah I mean, now it's like now it's about nine when it was down there now it's about nine dollar like beers and it was out of control yeah it's about nine dollar beers now down there so it's like a very upper class kind of down there as compared to before it was like it basically was bourbon street is is the best you know i, I guess fucking description of it but you had told me he told you a great story about the flat yes so we're driving around and uh, he had told me this story ahead of time. And I was like, oh, I think I know what you're talking about. And uh, I show him the new stuff. And then I go and kind of there's the one street still of older stuff. And we're driving through there. And he's like, oh, yeah, okay, this is familiar. I know I know where we are now. This is great. And sure enough, there's a couple of hills that take you down into the flats. And he goes, there he is. There it is. That's the hill right there. This is where we were. And Yoko Yoko had our rental car. He crashed it at the bottom of this hill. We got out of the car. We just ran, man. We left it there. (laughs) Because he's telling me back in the day, they always got the full coverage insurance because that way they can get drunk. They can do whatever they want. Everything can accident. It doesn't matter. They can smoke out some of these cars. and uh, Have a 600-pound man in there. Have a 600-pound man. A lot of times they get SUVs, and, and they would do that so that whatever happens... You're fine. So they had full coverage. He goes, oh, we were so messed up. All we knew was we wanted to get to the flats. We drove down this hill. Yoko crashed the car. We got out. We ran. We left it. We went to the bars, man. <laughs> I like you. So he's definitely he was definitely fitting in with the culture of AIW. Oh, absolutely. He, I mean, he loved it uh, already. He he was enjoying being there. I heard some great, some wonderful BSK stories. Speaking uh, of BSK, uh, I believe an AIW student. Might be gang affiliated now. Yeah. W E S. Wes. Tell us the tale. I mean, there's not not too much to it. I was just kind of wearing my BSK shirt, and uh, Godfather was pretty hyped about it. He said, I'm going to send this picture to Kishi, man. I'm going to send this picture to Mark. I said, 
<laughs> Please do. <laughs> That's, I think that might be my favorite thing is that he refers like he just goes interchanging about the Undertaker. He'll say Taker and then he'll say Mark, and yeah. you just. You gotta know that's who he's talking yeah. about. So, so I think I'm just a tad away. And then so, so the uh, the Undertaker has a picture of you in his text messages currently. I hope. Yeah, I hope. <laughs> I mean, Godfather put it on Instagram, so I don't know. I, I don't know if Mark's on Instagram. I think he might have direct texted him that though. Probably on the McCool account or something. <laughs> yeah, maybe. He was. He was definitely. Uh, he was texting them that he was driving through the flats while we were there, and then he took a phone call from somebody. Uh, from Cheetahs, his spot in Vegas, about a liquor order, and he was just going off about the flats to them. I'm just like losing my mind. I'm like, the Godfather's having the best thing ever, and it's only 11:30 in the morning. He hasn't even touched weed yet. Right. <laughs> I'm like, all right, this is awesome. Then you know, allegedly, by the way, yeah, right. allegedly. Uh, you know, the rest of the day happens. We finally get to the venue. We do all that great stuff. Uh, he's getting ready to go. And, of course, we have this meet and greet, and there he is, standing outside, taking pictures with people. Oh, and I saw this at the hospital, and I was steaming. He's in his I full... St- I, saw, I saw fans, in, like, tagging AIW, Instagram, and, like, they're in the parking lot, and I'm like, what the fuck are these guys doing? They've, they've, already, they've already lost control. So, he's in full Godfather stuff. I'm, like, making sure we're starting on time, trying to figure out when we're doing doors, all these things. I'm running around, and... Then I walk by the door, who it is, I notice that guy that we kicked out for doing video stuff that's always just oh, a little... fucking big Tony. Yeah, a little bitch was. He's taking a picture with Godfather, and I'm like, fuck no, this is not happening anymore. <laughs> I walk outside, I go, Charles, what are you doing? Get inside, man. He's like, I thought we're not going until 6.30. I'm like, I know, but if you take pictures with every fucker outside, none of them are going to give me money when we're inside. And he's like, Edit oh, that, please. Yeah. Has- <laughs> he's like, Hashtag Steve runs AIW. Yeah. He, Fuck. He just looks at me and goes, and, oh, yeah, that's a good point, Steve. Comes and brings his ass back. But <laughs> luckily, we were able to double our money on this deal or at least recoup some of those lost yeah. picture funds since he also did the meet and greet as Papa, as Papa Shango. Shango. Oh, he charges for that, brother. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. More, it's more for both. Oh, yeah, it's more for both. Oh, damn. But he, I mean, he knew I was just busting his balls, but so, I really wanted him side. And then he's like, oh, that makes sense. All right, that's cool. He's, I got to tell you, there was a uh, wedding getting ready downstairs. Because oh, there that was, was, that was, that was an experience. There was going to be a reception the next day and they had like people practicing singing and he is just doing nothing but making remarks to them uh, the entire time, talking to the ladies being, I mean, being the godfather. Being the godfather. Being the godfather. That poor, that poor family. It ain't no gimmick, as he'll tell you. Bless that family's heart. Bless though. that family's heart. As half of the card comes down with the crimson mask throughout the night. <laughs> They've got. And and there, they was, have their table there was. Set there up was. There was the white, white linen. And the white linens are set up. There was at one point. I guess someone told me that the one kid was like, "Man, why is everybody bleeding?" Believe it. I Blood believe capsules, it. brother. Yep. They were asking a lot of questions at the other day. They're like, "You guys get paid for this?" I'm like <laughs> yeah. standing around with Matt were... Justice. I was like, "Yeah, triple digits plus uh, merch, you know." Protect and they're the like, biz, all right, all Yeah, right. Good, good work worldwide. So, short the the show indoors a uh, little bit of a delay. Some of this because the roster not there due to the fact that they're all visiting John Thorne in the hospital. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot <laughs> well, of people there. There like, was that. And I'm like, you guys better get down there. You know, it's, it's five forty five. <laughs> There was that, and then there was a couple of late roster members showing up late, and which yeah. caused us to have to reshuffle some of the card. That's true. Yeah, Facade was not going to get there until yes. much later. So we set the card up. Uh, Thorn and I, mainly Thorn, on Wednesday, I believe, I came and saw you at the hospital. 
and we set the card up. <laughs> yeah, like I had it all booked and everything. And like the big thing is like getting the plane tickets and all that stuff mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> organized, and then just trying to set the order for the flow. But I would say nine times out of ten, the order always ends up changing based on yep. a wrestler being late. Or uh, you know, getting in a car accident, or getting arrested, or yeah. and there uh, were there were two individuals that had those that had some travel issues. One was Facade, who of course just conveniently was scheduled to be in the opener. Yeah, yeah. Um, always, it's always the opener. Yeah. Always the opener has something going on. So, so my remedy to that was as I'm walking around uh, wondering what to do with the opener, I just said, "Forget it," and I go up to Eddie Kingston and I say, "You're opening, brother." I also then checked his gear bag to make sure that there were no wrestling shorts as Worldwide likes to put or basketball shorts. He then proceeded to say, nah, Dom, I'm going to wear my singlet. I said, that's fine. That's a form of gear. I'll accept it. Accept it. He did. So Eddie, it's going to be Eddie Kingston. What about what about the other travel, though? Because I just learned about this one today. Oh, so I get a text, or actually a Twitter message from AJ Gray at about 4.30. He goes, <laughs> Forgot about this one. He goes, hey, Dom, is there anybody coming from Columbus? I go, no. He's like... Well, my car broke down. It looks like I have a cracked head gasket. I said, that sucks, man. That's like death to a car. Yeah. yeah, I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, that sucks, man. I was like, I don't know how you're going to get up here. He goes, do you have a credit card I can use? I said, <laughs> okay. I just want to point out, nobody would ever give AJ Gray the credit card information. I go, <laughs> I go, no, man, I don't. So he then is trying to figure out how to do it. And I then find out later that he took an Uber from Columbus to Cleveland uh, that came out to around the tune of two hundred and forty dollars. Oh man! But when you're making triple digits plus merch, <laughs> yeah, brother. Yeah, fucking yeah, AJ Gray, the guy that openly says he wants to find a girl to ruin their credit. I'm not gonna then give you my fucking <laughs> credit card information. Uh, uh, sorry, I, brother. You 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 really fucking put your foot in your mouth with that one. I'm pretty sure that I don't know if his car is been returned from columbus yet last i knew he was going to get a trailer to go up and grab it head gaskets are like it's dead. <laughs> yeah i know yeah so. he was hoping it wasn't the, the head gasket because this car that he has he's telling me he also has a he just one bought it right sitting, or something yeah, but he has another one sitting at his place back in tennessee or he's whatever. one of those guys and it's just a parts car so depending on what oh, it was of course he's he just could, got a parts car he could swap the parts out and be okay as long as it's not the head gasket oh okay whatever okay. h.a gray h.a gray <laughs> Just, just a luminary of our generation. Yeah, I felt bad. I at the bar after the show, all covered in blood, having the time of my life. Oh, let's let's talk about that. All right. Well, wait. Hold okay. Up. No, 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 no. My brother AJ Gray. I was like, I'll buy your drinks, man. I okay. made way too much money for having way too much fun tonight. And he's like, No, I'm gonna buy my own damn drinks. So then I like ended up buying him a couple of shots. Daddy, because- Daddy Dom's gonna come out here. Uh-oh. And uh, two moments. One is I go to the after party to say hi to everybody. And I see worldwide there. And you drink because you're you're forming a little bit of alcoholism. I maybe. actually surprisingly <laughs> did not to drink. The dark side. Yeah, it's a slippery um, slope. So I see worldwide there, and uh, still blood all over his face. Weird body is with me. <laughs> Weird body's like you wanted to just, show it off, huh? Just shrugging at this point, and I go up to worldwide and I go, Alex, go wash your face. <laughs> no, man, you got to show it off. He then he then argues with me, and then I take a stern fatherly tone. I go, Alex, go and wash the blood off of your face, and he's like. Okay. 
I was getting free drinks all over the bar with that. Well, uh, there you go. Job, brother. You, well, you until, I didn't get there until about 2 a.m., so. You and Bev rolls in with this bandage oh, around no. his head, and he just has this red dot in the middle. It looks like he's basically got the Japanese flag on the center of his head <laughs> because it's all white with just this huge red <laughs> dot in the middle. Like, and Bev were in a damn war, and uh, we were what, veterans well, we will get that to that. Bar. We will get we'll to get that. To when that. the boss is uh, away, the blades will play, huh? Yeah. <laughs> what was, I'm trying to think of the other, the other dad dad moment i had with you i hope oh it, it was after we th- came through the curtain no no i didn't care about that there um, was like that dadding. was eddie that was eddie king's there was eddie, but that. there was also some dadding from you where you're like thanks guys well it's because uh i'll get into that later fuck it um yeah. the other dad moment was saturday morning we have a ring rental at the hookah connection oh yeah worldwide volunteers to drive the truck for the first time in my goddamn life oversleeps the alarm i over this has never happened in how many years now three years three years i'll give it and to it's you happened to other people multiple goddamn but hey times. man i had my one hey, don't worry I, I i was fine but i find out that xavier student xavier who you guys might see walk around the shows was up and awake the whole time and didn't try to get you up Zay, <laughs> he was at your house Zay told yeah, me Zay, Zay, Zay told me to the after after party um freaking big twan twan parker, parker pierce who can't drive for reasons people, we can't discuss. Uh, all the people that can't drive, they're at my place. Yeah. And three three people that couldn't drive. Oh, yeah, if any prospective AIW students are listening to this, get, <laughs> get your, your driver's license. license. And maybe get a car, but definitely get your fucking driver's license. There's a lot of non-drivers. Uh, Three-fourths of the school at this point, I feel. But mm-hmm. let's get into the show. Because WES is going to be there. driving so, those U-Hauls. We get into the show, finally, it begins. And uh, as Dom said, we just you decided, let's start hot. Eddie Kingston and PCO, and uh, one of my favorite quotes from Eddie about this is that PCO told him uh, that he's, oh, I'm kind of stiff, and then he's like, all right, we'll see about that, <laughs> and he's like, he was fine. <laughs> like, PCO, like PCO is still rocking the bruised chest from Janela's spring break almost a month prior. Oh, also- I, I, I know that, I, I can't remember why, but uh, I know that PCO was booked like last minute. I, I don't know. Oh. I remember who you wanted to. Oh, because Gringo Loco had to cancel. I had reshuffled everything because he forgot that he had Z, or I forgot that he had Zelo Pro. Well, yeah, and I think you you had a certain, you wanted to make yeah, a Chikara matchup, match. like a kind of old school Chikara match that just didn't work out. Yeah, but no, that wasn't, that was no. taken off the table a long time ago. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, but Gringo Loco's replacement was later on. Using that four. Yeah, but I like I like reshuffled all kinds of stuff around. Yeah, yeah. and so, then obviously John with his sickness, we had to make some other adjustments later in the week. My, but I know PCO wasn't booked, in, like he was booked kind of later in mm, the game. One of my other favorite so uh, Godfather things was trying to tell him who was on the show, and he was wondering if there's anybody that he would know. And I go, oh yeah, I go actually, I, I'm pretty sure that you probably knew uh, Pierre, Pierre, Quebecer Pierre. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, he's he's still wrestling? I'm like, well, he stopped for a while. He started wrestling again, and Tom's in the car. And Law's like, yeah, he wrestled Walter. And uh, and apparently his chest was just, like, purple and black afterwards. And I was like, yeah, dude, he's doing moonsaults and flips and stuff. And Godfather just looks at me, Pierre? And I go, yeah. He goes, he wasn't doing that shit when I knew him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for sure, 20, 2018 is kind of like, where, like, last year, Janela Spring Break kind of launched, like, a guy like Glacier back into, like, yeah. the hemisphere of, like, the popular culture of wrestling. PCO's been that guy this year with the Walter match, and I know he's done some other matches that were insane. Like, he wrestled Ethan Page, and the match was crazy. And, um, you know, John booked him before Spring Break, and uh, P- 
PCO uh, comes from Montreal. They asked him why, what his nature of visit was at the airport and customs, and he goes, <laughs> "Rock and Roll Hall of Fame," and they go, "Come right through, sir." <laughs> Good one. He was, it was another guy. I'm trying to do, you know, get everybody's intros. I go, what would you like said? Oh, uh, maybe just PCO. <laughs> I go, you don't want anything else? Like, you want me, you want me to do like, uh, you know, where you're from? Like, uh, no, no, it's PCO. I'm like, former, w- former WWF tag team champ. Yeah. I'm like, you don't want anything. Uh, no, what you can maybe do it like this. Uh, Pierre, Carl, Wellad. PCO! And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever you want. <laughs> you got it, buddy. <laughs> you got it. You got it, buddy. He's like, uh, 255 pounds? I'm like, yeah, okay, no problem. I'll say that too. That's yeah. all he wanted. PCO, man, <laughs> bust out the dives, busting out the moonsault. My goodness. This, uh, this match, Once that run. This was another uh, barn burner. I got no input on this. I haven't seen the show what at all. What would you say this match was? Uh, it was a doozy. There we go. It was a doozy. Got to hit all. Got to hit all the markers here. It was. Uh, I, I mean, it was. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to describe. I don't know what to relate it to in terms of describing it. It was hard hitting, obviously. Yeah. Uh, very stiff, I guess I would say. Uh, even though Eddie says that he wasn't PCO wasn't too bad. I did try. I did base just off the s- social media reaction. Try to book him uh, for jail it and reshuffle some stuff around, but he was unavailable. Yes. And he was very disappointed. Uh, I got a personal phone call that. from him on Monday night. He was nothing but a perfect gentleman. Oh, he sent yeah, me. He, he, like the Godfather, sent me uh, multiple get well soons. Yeah. And yeah, uh, that one message, I teared up a little bit. Yeah, I'm he like, gave me a. Yeah, yeah, he gave Pierre, Pierre Carolette. All class. All class. And he said that we had, he gave us mad props for having a very nice organization. Yep. The Godfather also said, told me that I have that he hopes I do well. He texts me first thing Saturday morning, and he says I have a I have a first class organization, and I should be proud of uh, how everything went. There you go. Hey, we did it. Great. Could have been all the students giving them free drugs, though. I don't know. <laughs> Was it just the students? It was, I think it was, it was, think that it was uh, The one bag was on the company dime. It was. It was oh, you, oh, you asked Patreon to reimburse you? you? You come up there fucking looking for petty cash? Yeah. Do you have a receipt for that? Uh, yeah, let Pedro's me, uh, a stickler let me, on that <laughs> stuff. Come September, we'll be able to have receipts for this. Okay, relax, so match two. Match two, we go MJF uh, and Lewis Linden. MJF still getting told that he's Cole Cabana's son by the crown. But MJF had a question for Lewis Linden. Oh, wait. Let me go back real quick uh, because John Thorne will be very excited oh, about yes, this. Oh, yes. Uh, the moment Eddie comes out, Gear Eddie chants erupt. <laughs> Gear Eddie. People know. He thinks people don't know. He thinks Crowd people don't pay crazy. attention. So there's it that might have when I when I printed the lineup out, it might have said under Eddie Kingston, Eddie must wear gear. It did say that. Yes. Uh, so yeah, uh, MJF wanted to know if Lewis Linden would captain his yacht because he now has a new boat and he thinks that Lewis Linden is a pirate and captain of the ship. <laughs> How did that go? Uh, not well. Not well and. You know, though, the guys went out there, had a had a heck of a match, and uh, MJF took full advantage of the uh, no-rules stipulation. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Kick well, right in the ding-ding. Going a little uh, GCW on him? Oh, yeah, right in the dang-a-lang. Oh, I, I didn't, yeah. Thought, I thought he worked for the other company out there. Work, oh, the company. I'm working here, brother. Walk, <laughs> walk and talk with me. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, MJF wins, and then MJF had a quite a night at the merch tables as was harassed all night by 10-year-olds. Uh, yeah. 
you would have thought that MJF was the Duke. I thought he, he was, was, I he thought was, he was not endearing to the crowd. It, he was not. It reminded me of that birthday party when all the kids were yelling at the Duke and they followed him all the way back to like our locker room area. That was pretty much what these kids were doing to MJF. Speaking of endearing, I just want to point out I still have not opened up that message <laughs> from Grandmaster Sexy Brian Christopher. <laughs> just thought about that. Just wanted to put I just want to give that update out there for the people. On to match three now. On to match three. Uh, Tim Dots, and this is one of, uh, you know, I know there was the ongoing joke, hashtag Dom runs AIW, but this uh, was, was a Dom thing. Tim- uh, no, no, it wasn't. This was, this was a John thing. <laughs> this was a John thing? Yeah. Pretty much a John thing. Brother, I can, I can still book when I can't breathe. Yeah. So essentially. I thought this was a Dom suggestion. No. No, okay. I mean, it was, it wasn't, it was. Dom, I, had, Dom says it had some other suggestions. Yeah, I had some other suggestions. The one later in the card was my suggestion. But he did suggest, uh, he suggested Gary J for this spot. And I one said, of my ideas I did, was I did, uh, used on this show, so you know Don, John was real sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah he suggested Gary J for this spot, but I, I just didn't, <laughs> I didn't think that would be a good spot for Gary J to to really shine working with Don's. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle the Beast, <laughs> I distinctly remember him from Janela Spring Break. I thought he was in the clusterfuck, but he was oh, in the yes. he was in the four way. Yeah. He was in the four way. And then Joey <laughs> tweeted you. <laughs> but I definitely that I definitely did see him wrestle at Janela Spring Break. Uh and he has traveled out before. Um <coughs> so I thought because uh, I don't I, reshuffling of, of the card, something happened and Don did not have an opponent the week of. Right. Um or you know, it was just something yeah, that I was. I don't remember how we got to that point. Though. Yeah, I know we had it blank. Oh, oh, I remember who it was supposed to be. I yeah, I think I do too. Okay, well we'll discuss that off here because it sounds like it was going to be a real bombshell. Yeah, it <laughs> no, was. it really wasn't. And, and I can't. I if can't. If you listen to a previous episode, you'll figure out who it was supposed to be, probably. But yeah. I, I can't remember. But uh, uh, anyway, you know, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle the Beast, KTB. Uh, I thought that they would match up well. Um, and uh, anyone coming in working with Donst right away is guaranteed to at least you know get a reaction because Donst is uh, he he's kind of like he's kind of like Roman Reigns in the way that like yeah. half the crowd <laughs> likes him and half the crowd really fucking hates him. That's fair. And like regardless, he's the crowd is going to be loud when he wrestles. So uh, I thought that was a better spot for uh, Kyle the Beast, and they're you know similar in style and, and, and yeah. size, especially because Dons came out uh, as Joey Janela for this particular match. Did he? He did. Faked him out. Came out to Joey's music at a uh, Chikara using a little Chikara. creative license. Is he? Instead, Tim Dons booking his angles. Had sunglasses. Was sick, kept sticking his tongue out every chance he got. Well, Donson knows he needs a match for Absolution, I guess, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's, he's trying to. He's trying to point the. He's trying to. Fucking Plans point! He's trying to point his ship in the right direction. He was. He was. He uh, should talk to Lewis Linden too. He's going all in there. Uh, he does win against KTB. KTB uh, impressive. Uh, he's another guy. His name's Kyle the Beast. I go up to him. Hey, what do you want said? Uh, from the woods. Uh, KTB. There's a lot of initials. KTB, MGF, PCO. PCO? Yeah, I'm like, well, do you want yeah, me to okay. say Kyle the Beast? No, just KTB. Yeah, I think he's all just right. going. He's just going KTB now. Yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, I can do that. And obviously, you know, Kyle or KTB, you know, he wrote him with some guys, so that was a big help. And, you know, if you guys want to see KTB back, um, you guys know how to do it. Just uh, John Thorne and AIW, or John Thorne or AIW's Twitter accounts, just let him know. There you go. Get at me, dog. Uh, the next match we go into is the one that was supposed to be the first match of the night. Correct. Uh, it is a four-way, and now 
Uh, this, this one is the one that got <laughs> reshuffled because I had Gringo Loco. Right. And uh, I announced the match, and then he goes, dude, you forgot. I can't do this one. I'm booked somewhere else. So then I immediately <laughs> had to delete uh, delete the post <laughs> <laughs> and just act like I didn't announce it. Uh, and so <laughs> we were looking for a fourth person. And uh, this is this was Dom suggesting in, in Gary J. Who Gary J. has been trying to get back into AEW for a while. It just hasn't worked out. And uh, Dom Dom said, "Hey, like Gary J. is available. Let's you know, let's put him in." People there were happy to be part of the Gary J. movement. They they were enjoyed it. This uh, I mean, this all aside from the gauntlet. This was also Facade's first actual match mm-hmm. back in AIW. Uh, Gary J back and Space Monkey we hadn't seen for some time because he had a nasty spill months ago and and couldn't yeah come to a match that he was in yeah so I gave like he's been wrestling but it's like it's kind of like it sounds bad but it's kind of like if if like you miss a show you kind of get lost in the shuffle for a little bit until things kind of circle back around you know because yeah. it's like uh, wrestling just moves so fast and it's like you know sometimes stuff just happens organically to where it's like oh you know we're going with this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, you know, and like, it just doesn't work out. But, uh, space monkey, uh, he's, he's, a, he's, he's a guy that's good for a couple shows a year. Uh, very big fan favorite. And, uh, I mean, you guys are welcome. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think this is the first time that we see Dan Housen wrestle by himself. Correct. Yes. Right. Not mm-hmm. his, uh, tag or anything else with the production. And this was just, you know, like, uh, I put Dan Housen in cause it's like, you know, let's, Let's kind of see what he he's got. You know, I, I know what the other guys in the production can do. Uh, he's kind of a guy that's still a little. Um, I'm trying to like. I just know the least about him, so yeah. I wanted to see him in a in like a like a like a four way scramble, but just just him, right? Uh, sort of situation. Well, there was a fun standoff between a spike and a banana. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, I saw I saw that photo. This is I was following a like I was like uh I, I felt like such an idiot because I'm like following the fucking wrestling cheers Twitter account while I'm <laughs> in the hospital getting like fluid <laughs> fluid pumped out of my it's body. Like Major League Two when the coach is in the hospital. Oh, what? He's like, yeah. Robot, you are on fire I'm on with these fire references with the today, se- brother. Oh, deep album sequel. I cuts. love it. I love this fucking uh, masterpiece theater shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was. God, I'm so happy right now. I'm like. I'm like watching. I'm trying to follow my own show in which I booked all of the finishes and I know everything that's happening. But I'm like fucking sitting there just refreshing fucking Twitter. I'm going back and forth between Caden's Twitter to see if he's got any good videos to fucking uh, wrestling cheers Twitter to like. Then I'm looking on the Instagram. You know, I'm trying to see, trying to see what's going on. I'm trying to see what the crowd looks like. I'm trying to see if you know the fucking empire is falling down because like as the show's going. It's there, there's no co- no contact at all. Right. Like the the group chats go dark, man. And it's like <laughs> it's like I'm sitting there alone with these fucking IVs and this tube in my fucking lung, and I'm fucking got my phone plugged in and the fucking with my <laughs> I can only use my right hand, and I'm fucking just refreshing my Twitter the whole time. Shout out to Matt Wadsworth who is uh, trying to keep the group chat well, going remember, while he's doing. I do remember I did ask PCO when you when you asked me. If uh, I could give him the Jaylet dates, and I remember yeah. running downstairs to do that, and then I asked him to, and uh, <laughs> he said Dom had already talked to him, but he at that point he had known that he probably, if anything, could only do one. Uh, this match also, um, we had some unintentional blood. There was uh, one small moment, and Danhausen uh, 
it comes up bleeding. Oh, nose, right? Yeah, ends up being his nose. Maybe yeah. been broken. Not sure. Uh, I think he's fine. It was a little off, but can't see through the paint. Yeah, yeah, that was the biggest problem. I couldn't tell. I see blood. I'm like, where the hell is this blood coming from? I can't see anything because he's got that face paint that John Thorne loves so much. Face paint, man. Space monkey medical picks up med- the med- medical obstruction face yeah. paint. Space monkey picks up the win, and then this takes us into a singles match with Eddie only taking on PB Smooth. Uh, one half of the tag team champions. This is also another thing. It's like, you know, we've seen PB versus Frankie. We've seen PB versus CK. Yeah. Let's, you know, put the smallest guy in there against them. And uh, crowd enjoys. I think everybody enjoys. Uh, PB comes out to his music. And then Eddie comes out to his old music. And uh, that made Pretty Boy Smooth pretty hot. He was. Oh, he came out to Pretty Boy's old music. Pretty yeah, Boy's he did, old music. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the, the mind games. The mind We're playing games. Mi- the production playing Hail mind games. That's right. Mind production games. playing mind games. Production playing mind games, and they played the numbers game. I believe is what I and heard. They in this played match. the numbers game. The beat down. We're telling like the bleed all over the place like a stuff. Well, that's game. I got a story about that. Well, so yes. we can finish. Uh, We're making movies Mrs. here. Smooth We're telling does stories. Throw. Eddie only into one of the posts, and uh, boy, Eddie comes up looking like the whole nature boy. Uh, there's blood everywhere coming down that face. <laughs> a little peek into this. I find out later from another member of the production that Eddie only had drank a half gallon of orange juice, had taken a half bottle of aspirin before. Half bottle? Yeah. Over the course of the day before the match. So Secret. that would explain the color, guys. Secrets of the ring revealed. Come on, Dom. A lot of, a lot of color. This Eddie- was an NBC special when I was a kid. <laughs> Eddie only could have passed out in a sharpshooter. I'll say that. That much yes. color on that face. Unbelievable. Uh, so then they beat down old Pretty Boy Smooth and talking about how nobody. Pretty Boy, Pretty Boy Smooth, not a fan of me uh, suggesting that uh, he change his last name to Flannery and try to get a job on Raw. <laughs> <laughs> he said, not Black Irish, man. I said, I said, you can't make it happen. I said Black Irish, man. PB Flannery, Finn Balor, Hornswoggle. Oh man, you could put twenty right on the roll. Before, before we get into the beatdown, though, I do remember after everything was done, uh, Eddie only coming downstairs, and as I'm just down there looking at me bloody, and goes, "I'm sorry, I didn't think I'd bleed that much." He bled so <laughs> much, so much. Thank God this match was right before intermission. Yes, I mean Luckily. blood everywhere. People are trying to. But what happens people. after the match? Yeah, let's get to the aftermath. So they that's, get that's they the beat down at. PB, take care of business. They talk about how nobody can stop the production. My creative genius, because Dom suggested a Godfather do a spot. I did suggest a Godfather spot. I will take I the egg suggest, on face for that. I was suggesting a different Shango spot, but there had to be a Shango spot. And and out comes Papa Shango. The music hits, comes out, says no words, gets in the ring, and then does some sort of voodoo, shouting things. Next thing you know, the production vomiting, black, black ooze, and falling apart all over the place. The crowd going crazy. I wish you fucking guys would have sent Papa Shango to my hospital room so he could have fucking sucked out all the shit that was oh, inside that my body. Yeah, he could have done that for you. I would have loved to have thrown wow. it up. And then, uh, and then an internet sensation was born, just like that, because that story has been all over the place. Well, I also remember... When we were making the decision between a Godfather or Papa Shango idea, it came down to who we thought would get the bigger pop and also who should we go in the, inter- the intermission signing with. Yeah. And we, we did generally think that most of, I think you, me, and Wadsworth, John, thought that the Godfather would be the bigger pop and likely the bigger meet and greet. 
Um, so we decided to go with The Godfather to start because we thought the meet and greet line would be longest for him. So we didn't want to do that during intermission as well. That was another thing that factored into. Yeah, and I thought that I thought almost for sure that he would be painting up like in between. So I thought that that would be a good way to go in intermission. But I did think The Godfather music would have gotten a bigger pop. Yeah, from the live crowd. But I mean, it's AW man. It's got to be Papa Shango. Yeah, well, like, and and he was with the right people. Mm-hmm. The production doing that was fantastic. Uh, Frankie was great with it. Uh, Derek was... Uh, Frankie looking uh, really imposing with his fucking neon fanny pack on in the and photos. Uh, of course, CK is just selling the crap out of that voodoo. Uh, just being amazing with it. And uh, that honestly, though, the meet and greet line for Papa Shango That's was, what I heard. was pretty long. Uh, that's so, like, I mean, what, do, honestly, when are you going to fucking see Papa Shango? Well, and, and what I'm thinking is... I think Papa with, Shango had a hot run and then a short, uh, short amount of time, yeah. But hot, About dude. Two and a half with, years without that moment, though. But everyone from that age remembers Ultimate Warrior just convulsing yeah. and puking green shit, <laughs> right? Exactly. Without that moment going into intermission, I don't know that the line is quite as long. Had we done no, Papa that's, Shango that's, first, that's a John. That's a John Thorne. We're telling right stories there. here, yeah, brother. We're, right. We're making all, moments, yeah. and that made everybody remember and realize, like, oh my god, yeah, that was great. I want my picture. You know, getting a voodoo curse. Now, not only did that extend the intermission but also the amount of blood from eddie only's face uh had to be cleaned up so much uh that intermission had to go a little bit longer we had to mop sorry. the ring that's all right we probably, make- it probably helped from mop AJ, the it probably helped aj gray from his uber ride that's all right to be fair that's, that's all right true. we're making money baby what's up everybody alex worldwide keller here to tell you all about at thrift store Jobber, Instagram, Etsy, eBay, and etc. And have you guys ever wanted to get on the whole train? Or have you ever wanted to just get the shit scared out of you by some voodoo man? Well, I can't help you out there, but Thrift Store Jobber, he's made an original item here this week. It's beautiful. He made these Godfather Papa Shango posters. And they're available at thriftstorejobber.bigcartel.com. That's thriftstorejobber.bigcartel.com. And don't forget our sweet sponsor of a benefactor, the man that helps bring you AIW. The card is going to change at Thrift Store Jobber. Follow him, Instagram, Etsy, eBay, and etc. So... We leave intermission and we go to start the second half of the show, and uh, we go into a ten-man taxi match with all members of No Consequences taking on Josh Prohibition, Two Infinity Beyond, and two more mystery partners, which end up being the boys from Jollyville. Uh, Thorn, any any thoughts on? Or any words on how you came to this decision? Throwing those two guys in there, two fucking uh, two young, you know, young gritty veterans, two more, you know, yeah, guys. They, they worked well with uh, this group last year with uh, going in absolution. But I mean, they're guys that they're like young vets, you know. Yeah, they've been around the block for a while, right? And uh, you know, it just goes back to that, like, you want these spots, you got to fucking come get them. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's like it's it's kind of like the it's kind of like the gatekeeper sort of thing. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, you got to earn the respect of the of of your, you know, your peers and your, you know, your uh, like almost superiors, you know, technically. Yeah. Uh, 
this match kind of just a train wreck because you have 10 guys just brawling everywhere. Of course, no rules on this entire show. Uh, so they're all over Mount Carmel just beating the hell out of each other. We see a Josh and Josh standoff with metal chairs in the ring. And uh, but ultimately, it's the vets. They pick up the win uh, on, on this one here. So any uh, any thoughts of the future on this? Have we seen the rest of this rivalry between Josh Prohibition and his vets and the young guys? Uh, no, because it's not absolution yet, Steve. That's, We're telling stories, Steve. Making uh, movies. Allowing and advancing the stories, guys. It's part of the job as the moderator. You got to... Well, we'll have to see bring what, that along. We'll have to see what the Jaylet Weekend brings. Gotta to bring these, that along. We have to see what Jaylet Weekend brings to these these groups of individuals. As as this uh, as a lot of the No Consequences guy make the guys make their one year uh, anniversaries on Jaylet Weekend. Yeah, there we go. Uh, then we roll into a singles match, and this gets interesting right away. Because it's, and this is probably something that we definitely should discuss because it's been on another podcast. Uh, Ethan Page and Matthew Justice. And uh, immediately, Ethan Page not happy with a member from the crowd. I mean, it doesn't really need to be talked about that much. It's like, nope. He did a whole podcast on it. Yeah, it's just common common sense, you know? Like, no hard Fs, guys. I mean, come on. Like, would you walk into your work and and you got to think like what would you do, shout out loud if in your work, at your job right you know like uh, like I'm all for freedom of speech or whatever you want to feel or whatever that's fine but like you got to understand that you know everyone doesn't have the same views as you yeah and like Leave it's gonna fucking it, room it's gonna yeah it's gonna it's gonna make people mad uh, so you gotta you, you gotta understand that there's gonna be repercussions for that like yeah you know it's like. Uh, there's freedom of speech, but there's also freedom of fucking, you know, getting some somebody pissed off at you, you know? like yeah, I'll be honest, it, being in the ring, I knew something was shouted, but, you know, being the guy who's about to say more words, I always pause because I just, there's typically somebody just, who says something. Just, but it's just like, it, it, it's like dead noise, though, you know, white noise. Exactly, or like, for me, yeah, it is. Uh, but then he grabs the microphone, and I see their reaction, and then I realize, oh, what the heck just happened here? Uh, from that point, those two battle through the crowd. Uh, I made sure to try to be extra security. I was keeping people back due to tensions being high. Also, a couple of little kids keep trying to get... Listen, if you are a parent and you bring your kids to this show, even before the show starts, we say, get out of the way. Please keep an eye on your kids because there's two little kids who keep trying to get in the middle up close to Ethan Page and Matthew Justice who don't have any regard for their bodies. Why would they have regard for yours? These guys just destroy each other, and we got to keep pulling these two kids back. Hey, <coughs> back up. If you're a parent, you got kids, keep them the hell away from what's going on here while these guys are brawling through a crowd. But yeah, I mean, I, that that's really all that needs to be said about that guy. It's just like, people just got to have common sense, you know? Like, yeah. uh, if you feel a certain way, that's fine, you feel that way, but like... Don't don't shout it in a room of a few hundred people because you're more than likely going to piss somebody off. Yeah, the guy had left. And don't yell about freedom of speech or the fucking First Amendment because it's not the government telling you to shut the fuck up. It's some fucking other motherfucker. So just Uh-oh. deal with that shit, you baby. The, yeah. guy, the guy did end up leaving for people who were asking us, well, you know, I guess some fa- out or I guess or some anything. fans followed him to the parking lot. Yeah. I don't know. People made sure that things were said to him. Uh, and uh, we did receive an apology 
from somebody from somebody he was with. Yeah, one yeah. of his friends. Yeah, very long apology. So it's just just be just there. I mean just be smarter. You know what I mean? Like you know, like generalize it. You suck. You know that applies to everybody. Exactly. That's not gonna piss anybody off. Exactly. Unless you're the Duke, and then he's gonna take it personally. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, unfortunately, that does take away from what is a very fun and and awesome match with these two, uh, just brawling everywhere. And, and, uh, and the big big ending, right? The big ending. Uh, and then Ethan Page is out there. Out comes Doctor Dickhead uh, with his headset once again. His white suit again. White suit once again. Uh, creates a distraction to Matthew Justice, and Ethan Page is able to pick up the victory. And then Dr. New, Dan. N- new alliance? Dr. Dan taking credit for it. Says it's all all him. He did a great job. And that apparently leads to a new alliance. So yeah, as you said, I guess. Yeah, as Dr. Or Ethan Page said, get me in the jailhead and, and you know we'll be together. And... A deadly, a deadly alliance, if Ooh. ever there was one. Oh, deadly Ooh. alliance! Yeah, very good How about oh, that. God. Very good. I'm, I'm, I have my moments. You're doing, yeah. you're doing good this recording session. Yeah, look at you. No, uh, a little bit of a hangover, a little bit of a Chinese buffet. I was and, gonna say uh, no sauce. I'm ready to go. Half, half basketball of uh, lo mein noodles. Oh no, strictly chicken, and then uh, a bunch of crab, and then the bathroom, and here I am. Well, no dessert. I drove I I drove by that buffet with a, with a, with a lady the other day, and I said, "Oh, you know," my, she's like, "What is that place?" And my friend, I said, "My friend Worldwide. He really he he goes there every single Sunday for a four dollar buffet." <laughs> and she said, "Nobody should ever eat anywhere where they serve meat. All you can eat for four dollars." <laughs> it's a valid hey, point. If it's pigeon, it's great pigeon. <laughs> All right. Well, you want to give a shout out if to your four dollar buffet? Sorry, Whiskers. It's great cat. I have a, I'm a cat dad now, too. I hope it's not cat. Well, it's good that you're talking here worldwide because then we talk about the next match. Uh, starts off as a tag team match between the Philly Marino experience. The biggest compliment that I, I ever received, I read on Twitter about this match, in which they said an ECW pay-per-view just broke out in the middle of the AW show, which was 100% what was in my notes as the how this goes. It, it was, was. It was an ECW pay-per-view tag team match that... Uh, People just keep getting it, just keeps growing. PME starts it off uh, against uh, hashtag Duke Money, uh, Mance Warner, and Jock Sampson. And then out come the young studs. After about two minutes of action. About two minutes of action, and they've got weaponry with them. So it's already going to get crazy. And then worldwide, why don't, uh, why don't you go and ahead? About another two minutes go by, and uh, a gunshot rings out through the PA. A woman shrieks. <laughs> Natural Born Killers is playing. The applause. Thunderous. Who could this possibly be? It's not New Jack. We know it's not New Jack. Is it New Jack? People were thinking it was New Jack. Many people were thinking it's New Jack. And then out through the curtain comes the weird world. With a shopping cart. Dressed like New Jack. Yes. We, uh, you know, I gimmicked up a couple of weird world shirts, you know, with the tassels. I, uh, put my fingers to the bone, uh, like, you know, putting like some tape at the end of the tassels. Just to like make them like pop a little bit more, and, like, like the like New Jack had those like it looked like you always looked like he had some beads going on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, camo pants. I got a weird body, like a nice pair of thrift store uh, athletic pants. And uh, we didn't have a belt for him, so we just used athletic tape to make sure. Oh yeah, that's old, that's old school. Now, oh, yeah. if Papa Shango got an incredible 
pop you as well did worldwide because but you broke some hearts in doing so because here are your buddies the pme team it's true we're coming down and pme they're there in the aisle and they're like oh worldwide we're by what are you guys doing here that's that's fun they're dancing they're dancing to the song having a good time i'm like i have a guitar that i have expertly prepared I'm ready like nothing else in my life, especially after the month previous when J-E-double-F was not able to get the J-O-B done with Dr. D-A-N. And uh, we're dancing, we're dancing. He wants who sees around and whammo. It's, it's like fucking Philly told me in the back. He's like, brother, like you're fucking winning a prize for your girlfriend at the fair. I want that thing over my fucking head. <laughs> And it exploded. It did. I saw, I saw the cl- I saw the clip. I was very I was very excited about that. I think that. it's three thousand uh, views deep now on the Twitter somewhere in there. And this was actually an idea you pitched to me. And I you, pitched it, and, as, and you uh, and you forgot, and you did not know. Well, it's because like I pitch things all the time, and like you know, sometimes <laughs> on Wednesday on Wednesday I sent a text to Worldwide. Well, no, I was getting hyper emotional with you. Regarding, jo- you know, Thorne being in the hospital yeah. and everything. And you're like, well, you know, you're working this Friday, right? Yeah. And I was like, what? And then he's like, yeah, you're going to do a fucking run in as, uh, you know, the gangsters and da 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 And I was just like, I went from like fucking crying at work to like just pacing. Like fucking. <laughs> Adrenaline like, rush. Like a fridge. Like I was like <laughs> fucking losing my mind. Like I was scaring my fucking coworker because she's like, you were just, cr- are you okay? And I'm like, no, I'm. I think I I'm am. Focused. <laughs> Ready to go. And I'm like, I made phone calls to people that were in the match. I'm like, I'm ready to fucking jump off the fucking bleachers. I'm ready to bleed ten thousand buckets. I'm ready. We to can do tell. Everything. And um, they're like, well, we're we're not. You know, we have to be cognizant of the main event, and you know, we'll keep it mellow and da 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 da. Mellow was and, not. Uh, but I, I I put it on like second to last uh, uh, and late because I knew. That no matter what Eric Ryan was told, yep. he was going to do something really stupid anyway. Uh, so I said, well, we might as well put it on late because, uh, you know, this guy's going to do something that's going to destroy his body that no one else is going to want to top anyway until the main event. You mean, like, and landing on is, a shopping honestly, cart? Yeah. It, like, after the match, we were all looking at each other and we're like, no, I'm pretty all right. I mean, fucking like there was like a like one weird bump on like you know like a shopping cart or yep. two, but like besides yeah, that, how how R.I.P. A.I.W. Yeah, shopping cart. Yeah, how Eric Ryan didn't end up in the hospital bed next to John Thorne post going through that shopping cart. Still, I told Thorne, I'm like, I'm gonna send you some fucking neighbors, motherfucker. <laughs> the Cheech wound up at my hospital. I was just going to he say did. this reminded and, me going and, backwards. And Colin, Colin Delaney says, "Hey, where are you at? Cheech is in the emergency room, and this place is scary." Uh, I'm just gonna sneak up to see you. <laughs> I was. And I said to, the whole place is scary, brother. I was trying to think. I was like, I knew there was some blood in the ten man match, and there was. And it was from Cheech. Uh, he had a scary moment, and uh, I really, I think it was just him actually exiting uh, the ring after yep. a bump, and he's rolling out, and then he came out and he tossed his head back, cracked the back of his head open. He was so mad at himself. He's on the ground. I checked on him. He's like, and in Cheech fashion, he's like, ah, I'm all right. Just an idiot. Cracked my head. I'm like, oh man, he was gushing. Yeah. So when he was in the emergency room, Colin Colin Delaney's fucking security breached the fucking visitation hours, and he came, stayed up in my room for about two hours. Told me all <laughs> told me all about his new fucking booming cereal business up in Rochester. There you go. Uh, but then back to this wild. Yeah. So four way. 
Yeah, I blood uh, everywhere. first time uh, getting. Uh, I was telling people that night, and I'll say it again. Um, a Pandora's box has been opened that cannot be shut. All I want to do for the rest of my life is just wear camo pants and bleed and walk around. Did you, oh, no, no. Did you get it the it's, hard way? It's uh, uh, yeah, me and uh, me and Jock Sampson collided heads fighting over a clapper toy that we were chopping each other with. I just want to wear camo, and, dude. You're gonna have to, you're saw, gonna have to start hopping in those IWA Mid South cars, brother, I'm with that attitude. I also saw Jock Sampson going with the broken guitar. <laughs> And literally just digging a sharp wooden end into people's foreheads. Yeah, that was great. Sounds about right. It was a lot of fun. I, uh, I'll way. do it. Uh, I'll do it every month for the rest of my life. Oh no, oh, no. maybe four times a month. Oh, no. Work this thing around. You're gonna get that. You're gonna get that forehead going. Just remember orange juice and aspirin. I'm pretty good. I don't know. I think I did uh, pretty good. All things told, uh, my ear is still. Somebody hit something in my ear. You can't. No, you, can't you can't. You can't. You can't cut that forehead up, man. My grandma said you were a really handsome man when you were at the hospital. Well, the I'm a real handsome guy well, with those flowing things. blonde locks. I'm a very handsome man. Uh, Scott Norton recently liked a tweet of mine. He vanity searched his own name because <laughs> I said um, he tells no lies when somebody accused me of looking like Carl Urban or no, it was Jason Momoa. None of it makes sense. I don't think I don't know what nah. people in Cleveland do when they see actual celebrities because <laughs> they just have to explode. Here's what uh, I want you guys want you to go ahead and explain because everybody asking. Why did the music never stop? Because that's fucking New Jack, motherfucker. That's how that fucking shit works. All right. I'm going to fucking go on a goddamn, all right? I'm like young stage millennial, like on the cusp of being Gen X. I'm not Gen X. Thank God. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah, right same. there in that little like cushion zone. But the lack of history and respect for history of this fine sport... <laughs> Really grinds my gears. Yeah, because you were like, man, people keep asking. I said, dude, if you think about it, that was like 18 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, 18, 20 years ago. And I'm like, it just seems like yesterday to me. But, I mean, if anyone had any interest, like, it's New Jack. Why would you Although, not although they, watch, they watch the network and they don't understand because they get that dub oh, over. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is why ECW on the network is useless. But, but I that's another story. I will another. say, uh, that match absolutely deserved a soundtrack anyway, in its own right. It was amazing. And then uh, afterwards, Weird Body cut a hell of a promo. I uh, How many justifiable homicides does he have? Yeah. Uh, how many are we going to get in the Biggins Cup? At least four. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we just uh, let everybody know that we It's funny that you say that because... <laughs> When I was really down at the hospital, I just watched Beyond the Mat like multiple times on YouTube to get myself cheered up. Yeah. I was watching New Jack shoots like the night he, before. Like, he can't be Denzel. He's Denzel's friend. He's Denzel's friend, though. Worldwide Young created Woo Jack. Then I would get a little sad when I see Dennis Stamp, but then I'd realize that we were his we were his next match, and he was discussing it at that time in Beyond the Mat, his, his last match. Happened. And we were the next match even from that point on. So that's the good uh, we done. So yeah, that was a good time. But in the end, we we now know the first team in the Chandler Biggins uh, tag tournament. It's the weird, it's the world. weird fucking world. <laughs> are you guys going? Are you guys going? Are you guys going gangster weird world? Or are you guys going regular? Yeah. I don't know. You're uh, you've been hating on face paint so much, uh, <laughs> so much lately. Maybe we'll come out as the Legion of Weird. Oh, oh boy, oh, boy. It, I. It was a nice uh, students team to the fucking Road Warriors squash in the first round. <laughs> Okay. I'll get you a bottle of Tito's. I'm the, not drinking right now. 
All right, well, we'll Saw sabbatical for Jail at Weekend's going to be the real test. The theme for me. Oh, that Kratom stuff is no good. The theme for me all night was. Uh, that could have been what got me sick in, nah. in Nola. Finding cleanup crew was definitely the theme all night. We have about mm, that happened again. Students, so. Happens again after this match because there is blood and broken weapons and everything. That's all I'm doing from the hospital. I'm seeing pictures and I'm in the group chats. You motherfuckers better have mops. You guys better clean up every speck of fucking blood. I had no one was supposed to fucking bleed like this. <laughs> we had a, the, the whole mop. second half bled pretty much. Yep, we had the mop oh, from. I was, uh, uh, I was furious. The mop from Eddie only, and I said, "Put that over to the side. Put it right by the stage, because we're gonna need that a lot." And I don't need people running around. And then I found, I went and found a push broom at one point, and I said, "Keep this over here, because we're gonna need those." And we were sweeping and we were mopping. Eddie Kingston and I had to uh, entertain the crowd, I guess, because that well, took so long. Uh, people were getting a little restless. Thanks to that major tag team match, which had just had brokenness all over the place. And then finally, we got to the main event, which had mystery partners. Which another, this is another thing that people didn't understand. They kept going, what is a dream partner tag? That is another ECW staple. People didn't understand what it meant. Well, we had Hot Sauce Tracy Williams. Go and get on the torrent sites and get yourself some good old ECW and just do yourself a freaking favor. Hot Sauce is a pick a dream partner. Nick Gage's pick a dream partner, and Dominic Garini comes out, which uh, me knowing that Dominic Garini is going to be coming out barefoot, I was definitely making sure that the ring was cleared to start with. Thanks, Steve. And you're welcome. And the floor around it. And I wanted to make sure that it was dry for Dom coming out barefoot Thank not you. wanting to slip everywhere. At least you guys were conscious enough to not put the new canvas on. Oh, yeah. yeah hey, no, we were fine on that. We knew I think it was never that. leaving the unit. <laughs> I did ask yeah. somebody that before the show. I was Absolutely like, uh, I didn't look yet. What canvas no. is on the ring? No, we were smart enough. That's, we had that powwow on Wednesday at training that make sure you bring the, what we refer to as the hardcore canvas. Um, backstory on at least Tom Lawler in this match. Um, yeah. This Tom Lawler just phone. sat in the crowd for a, pretty much the whole show the with a LaPar- or with show. a psychosis mask on. Yep, he had a psychosis match. Thanks, uh, shout out Thrift Store Jobber. Yep. Gave him that. Wearing a flannel shirt and jeans, just sitting in chairs. borrowed from Josh Bishop. They were borrowed yes. from Josh Bishop. People thought Josh Bishop was sitting in the crowd the whole time. And there's Tom Lawler just hanging out in a psychosis match, watching matches. Just bending reality. Clapping with folks. everybody, cheering sometimes. People will try to talk to him. He just blowed off. They knew it was him. And then jumping me from behind. And then he jumped on from behind. In the psychosis mask? In the yes. psychosis And then mask. he took it off to reveal Tom Waller back from his uh, arm injury. Sat in the crowd for like... Because I had heard hours. a rumor that he was going to dress like Nate Hatred. He was going to. He was going uh, to. There was, there was someone, though, that ixnayed that idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> so uh, then these guys ended up bleeding all over the place. Oh, no, only I did. Just you? Yeah, no, just me. No, Nick. I thought Nick, nah, Nick, Nick bled a Nick little bit. Nick kind of bled a little bit. Yeah. But uh, we started, uh, that match started off going everywhere. Tom and I brawling into the bathroom. Did Tom Lawler remind you of any sort of like Van Damme movie uh, worldwide? Because he's in the jeans and he's like glistening and sweat and he's like this martial arts guy and he's got the wrappings around him. I mean, he would if uh, he would just watch that goddamn movie. I'm not going to acknowledge a thing he does. <laughs> he tried to tell me Foot Fist Way was better than Bloodsport without seeing Bloodsport. And I was like, well, that's not true. But then I watched Foot Fist Way. It's, it's on fucking Hulu. It's good for its own, for different reasons. But it's not yeah. fucking Bloodsport. But uh, Tom Lawler might have gotten a swirly in the bathroom. 
administered by me. The Gary film? Gary filmed it. Bully Dom. Gary filmed it. Had busted the bully out on me. You you gave him a swirly? I then proceeded to break one of the trash cans that I bought specially for the venue uh, with a chair over his head. Yeah. He then then gave me some stomps. And then Nick Gage got, got into the match and... The rest is history as thumbtacks ended up in the ring. and Thumbtacks all over. I have no shoes on. And Tom has to walk across them. To try to save Tracy Williams. And I save him. Tom then takes me down as my feet hurt and uh, takes his pad off his newly reconstructed arm and busts me open. Yeah. With the fucking steel plate? With the steel plate. Lex Luger'd you. Lex Luger'd, Lex Luger'd me MMA style straight from the guard. And uh, Are they going to let him fight with that in there? I would assume so, but Ooh. he's probably got to get some kind of like clearance of some sorts. I you, you shouldn't you tell anybody. You, you can't. Yeah, it. you really can't use the front of the forearm though. Realistically, like unless like unless you're, it'd be difficult. Like grind that steel up against their face, right? Yeah. But uh, yep. And covered. then Tom hit me with some sort of tombstone type maneuver on the thumbtacks, and that was it. That was it. The thumbtacks feel better the second time. Nope, they suck every time. Uh, put on some shoes, man. <laughs> I thought about it. Really did. Everyone, bunch of the reviews I was hearing on podcasts coming out of uh, Mania Weekend is everyone's really stressed out about your feet. Well, they're going to be twice as stressed out when they see this video of me walking through thumbtacks. Oh, yeah. Ugh. One of my favorite tweets, though, had to come out when uh, somebody said something and then uh, they retweeted back at Thorne. It was, Dom just walked through thumbtacks barefoot. That's the kind of level-headed person you want to run your show. I mean, I've done way worse, probably. Yeah. So, <laughs> exactly. So, uh, I mean, that that ended the show. Yep. And to answer some of the questions I got, uh, there was I, I did not yell at anybody. Shockingly enough, uh, there were no freakouts. Nope. Um, and yeah, everything was were, fine. You were a little upset that the cleanup was taking a while before your match, and uh, uh, because it was probably about eleven thirty at that point, we were, and I was trying to get you guys to the funhouse we to enjoy late. your time. Yep. It was uh, yeah, almost eleven o'clock, I think, when uh, I was talking to you about it. And we, we ended about 11.30 or so. Yeah. And uh, I was like, yeah, Tom. But I knew in my mind, I was like, look, man. I'm and also, make, thanks to that wedding, we didn't really have to worry about cleaning yeah, the... Yeah, the, the, uh, we- the wedding helped out the locker room situation, of yeah, course. Yeah, they kept cleaning up the entire time. They were. You have to imagine, like, just the locker room slowly getting swallowed up by this just, like, beautiful table setting for this wedding. That yeah, it was, it, was, it was bizarre, but... We were all pretty much by the uh, bar area. Yeah, by the very end, like we had like two tables, and like just everyone was just slowly like loading their shit up. Yeah, but overall, I think that the show in John's absence turned out exceptionally well, and you know, without him being there, it was a show that he'd be proud of. Yeah. Can't wait for him to see it on DVD. We'll see about that. VOD, MB4. I mean, smartmarkvideo.com. In fairness to John, a point that you've spoken to multiple times, it kind of runs like a machine on show day. Uh, you know, we we all know what to do, or or those of us know who to delegate to uh, different things, and and it runs and we go. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much you know uh, all the work is really oh. leading up to the show. There yeah. was one near freak out, and I don't think if I told John this yet, but uh, we're setting up the merch tables, and I noticed that there's no pins. And that the WrestleMania special edition hats that we have left over that many people had asked about oh. are not there. And I then lose my mind very calmly, though, and I say, would somebody please go back to the storage unit and get them? About five minutes passes, a car goes, and Weird Body comes up to me and is like, oh, they're in the shopping cart that has the weapons in it. <laughs> 
And we had him, and I calmed myself back down, and all was all was right with the world. I must have been on the beer run at that point. You were. You were. Yeah, we got the beer picked up. We got pizza picked up. And you guys I also went and I came in 16 cents under uh, budget. Oh, nice. Very for nice. For the uh, gimmicks at Value World. Oh, Value for, World. The, for the gimmicks place. I told you to buy, right? Yeah. Good. Uh, for those of you who don't know, when I figured out that we were doing this New Jack uh, type gimmick, I gave Worldwide... I said go to tw- I said go to somewhere and spend twenty dollars on uh, as many weapons as you can fill that shopping cart with. <laughs> I got some shit. <laughs> you saw the wrestler man. You know the dollar store. Exactly. Yeah, you did. Exactly. I hit the thrift store. I went. Damn. <laughs> you can find a lot of great stuff at that value world. But I will say you didn't get the one thing I asked you to get. What was that? I wanted you to have a VCR in that thing, dude. They don't fucking just throw bullshit. Like, VCR, dude. They're bullshit. Go to any VCR. Goodwill. Go to any Goodwill yeah, between, they're between like Cleveland and Cleveland. No, they're three dollars. They're selling them for three they're to three six fucking dollars. I can get like two computer keyboards for three dollars. Did you get a computer keyboard? Yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good that's a good one. Yeah. It's a fun one. It explodes. <laughs> yep. But oh, as well, some of the fans, Mal and Carl, might have noticed uh, we're going to add extra trash cans around the building throughout the night to help our cleanup crews. So you'll see trash cans around. Please throw your trash in those trash cans. We'd greatly appreciate that. Because we brought them ourselves. We did. Oh, that's um, a great point. And then you, you guys go to <laughs> you guys go to the after party. After party was beautiful. I walked into uh, the crimson mask. Company. Yeah, just like all dried up all over my face. And I walked straight up to the very capable and lovely uh, bartender Jess, and I was like. Hi, can I have a whiskey ginger triple? And she's like, is that blood on your face? And I was like, yeah. She's like, I'm going to give you a double. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, that's fine. And uh, yeah, then proceeded to tear the house down, pillar to post all over the house. There's a great story that um, I believe young Josh Bishop was telling me. Or no, it was Derek. It was Derek Drecker told me about uh, as the Bev is got his uh, Japanese flag uh, bandage on, as Steve Guy referred to it earlier, that Nick Gage feels bad for Bobby at this point and offers him his bandana. And Matt Justice asks, Well, Nick, does that make Bobby gang affiliated now? <laughs> oh, giving him his colors. <laughs> he gave, and then, uh, gave him the colors, brother. I definitely entered another state. I did not drive my uh, car from Funhouse to uh, other place, but we after after partied and uh, many luminaries were there. Nick Gage was in my apartment. No one died. <laughs> there was definitely a point where I sobered up. I'm like, Nick fucking Gage is my Nick Gage, very life. calm at the after party. Yeah. Very docile human. Also, uh, big fan of Sierra Mist or whatever <laughs> it is that we had uh, <laughs> at the concession stand. Usually at the end of every show, I go, Nick, you good? Do you need anything? And it's typically a couple cold beers or something. And this time it goes, uh, we got any like Sprite or Mountain Dew or you know whatever, and I I think it was Sierra Mist. I bring it down to him, and I'm having a conversation with somebody. Nick doesn't care. Just goes, bro, that lemon lime drink, perfect. Hit the spot. <laughs> I have like the next level. Like, okay. Somebody approached this to old Nick, but I have a next level idea for a Nick Age shirt where I just want it to be a list of things that he thinks we is, are weird or he doesn't like, and then a list of things that he likes. <laughs> and I think that's a great fucking Nick Gage t-shirt. Um, he was just like, lemon lime, probably right Lemon lime life. sodas. Okay. Lemon lime <laughs> sodas, cool. Karaoke with Kenny Omega. Nah, I don't want to do that. Buffalo Wild Wings, not cool. <laughs> Dot collars. Well, I think... That pretty much will wrap this one up. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know anything else that happened, so I got nothing to contribute. Uh, we we, we did we did another show the following day at the Hookah Connection. You yeah. had a barn um, burner. 
Yeah. Hacko- Actually, Hacko- I have a hell of a story I could tell about that show. Our camper. Oh, oh yeah. That for those of you that love these Papa Pro Wrestling uh, things that we do, where we do these random ring rentals. Um, I believe Words Big Eighties said it best on Twitter as I as I tweeted out a picture of where we were with a uh, we were at a hookah store with a payday loans place and a tobacco store right next to us. Only the finest in Sandusky, Ohio. Uh, we then find out that our locker room is in RV. Yeah. So either way, we're in the RV, and mind you. I was on a liquid diet the day before. I had a smoothie and then a monster protein and then a lot of alcohol. That was my diet the day before. So they had a hot dog cart that had like, it was donation based. So I got over the course of the day, probably four hot dogs. And I was putting chili cheese, sauerkraut, like uh, banana peppers, jalapenos. This the, one, you are the anti John Thorne on these hot dogs. This next level, like fucking spicy mustard. I need to find out what that shit was. But anyway. So I ate four of these, and, uh, you know, the last night started creeping in, and uh, I let something out in that uh, RV, and everyone had to clear that boy, and then Big Twan, unaware, walks in, and, like, he hit a force field, <laughs> walks back, oh, god damn it, someone was like, that was worldwide, and... Twan's quote while holding his face and trying not to vomit is is that what Papa's is? What the fuck? (laughs) And uh, yeah, so that was just a fun one from that day. Well, well, I think that's the best way to end it, Steve. Yep, that'll do it right there for uh, Worldwide, for Dom Greeny and for John Thorne. My name's Steve Guy. We'll talk to you next week on The Car Is Going to Change. Covered in blood. (laughs) 